The following is another sports presentation from Platte River Radio. Out at center court now, Robleski swings it over to the right wing. Wells is going to try the three-pointer and knock it down. Jacob Wells with the first three, seven in a row by St. Paul. Today, it's live coverage of the 14th annual Heartland Hoops Classic from the Heartland Event Center in Grand Island. Grand Island Central Catholic to throw it in underneath their own hoop. Off a screen, Lowry fakes the three into Jangmer. His defender fell down, and so Gill able to lay it up and in. Some of the state's best high school basketball teams are paired against each other in today's 14th annual Heartland Hoops Classic. The evening is capped by Nebraska's top two teams, Bellevue West and Millard North, taking on two of the top five teams in the nation from Sunrise Christian and Oak Hill. All the excitement is coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to the Heartland Event Center in Grand Island right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Heartland Event Center for the Heartland Hoops Classic, the 2021 version. I believe it's the 14th annual Heartland Hoops Classic. It started back in 2008 with the Fremont Bergen, uh, West Eichmeyer, Jesse Carr matchup, and then it's grown into this regional matchup where we bring in some out-of-state teams as well. But the first game we're going to have for you guys today is Mullen and Loomis, the Mullen Broncos and the Loomis Wolves. We've seen Loomis a few times this year here on ESPN Tri-Cities. You're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show. Contact Terry or Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Let's quickly meet those new uh, Five Points Bank starting lineups. We'll start with Loomis. We'll go with this. Number one is Shea Swanson. He's a six-foot junior. Number tw- two is Quinn Johnson. He's a six-foot-two junior, also a former Plyver Preps Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet, of course. Number 10 is Aiden Lovett. He's a 5'9 senior. Number 24 is Clay Meyer. He's a 6'1 sophomore. Number 32 is Christian Blinkow. He's a 6'0 junior. And the head coach is Drew Builder. Assisted by Keith Subertka, Jason Maskey, and Mike Brummer. Now let's go meet those Mullen Broncos. Number 2 is Trevor Knuckle, 5'9 and a junior. Number 3 is Clayton Moore. He's a 6'3 sophomore. Number 4 is Brendan Walker. He's a 5'10 senior. Number 14, Jaden Emerson. He's a 6'3 junior. And at number 40 is Bryce McIntosh. He is a 6'2 senior. Head coach is Brad Wright. He is assisted by Derek Powers and Derek Hanks. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We're ready to go. Loomis left to right. Mullen right to left. Loomis in their home whites. Green numbers. Mullen, those blacks and yellow numbers. And Mullen will control the opening tip. And we're ready for basketball. Glad to have you along. Jeff Babel, courtside. Stacy Johns back in the studio. Stay tuned in, folks. 12 hours of hoops today, and we couldn't have it any other way. Clayton Moore with it at the top of the key. Gets it on the right wing now to his teammate in the corner. Looks like Emerson with it now. He'll try to drive baseline. We'll, after he gives it to Knuckle, Knuckle's going to be fouled. So he'll have the line to shoot. Or no, it's on the floor, of course. Breakfast here at the Heartland Event Center. Glad to have you all along with us. 
First team foul here on Loomis. And it looks like they're going to call that foul on Swanson. It'll be his first. Shot up is good. Three-point basket for Clayton Moore. And Clayton Moore averaging 11 points a game. The sophomore, he was a quarterback for the Broncos in the fall. Now it's Loomis's first possession. They'll go with it. Swanson. Swanson tries to drive baseline. He'll be tipped out of bounds off the Broncos and out of bounds. Tough vantage point here. They always put us in this nice little corner location, but we're pretty far away from the action right now. So we'll be battling a little bit here through. We're going to cross the benches, but it looks like Swanson has the ball. Now he'll go into the lane. Shot up. Good look there. Does not fall. Rebound. It's going to be a tie-up, I believe. Yes, Loomis had it, but Mullen getting his hand in there was Brendan Walker and tied that basketball up. So possession arrow stays with Loomis. As Mullen controlled that opening tip, two no, or three nothing, excuse me, after the Clayton Moore three to start us off. Okay, and so now Loomis with it, spinning into the lane there a little bit is Lovett. His shot up no good. Lovett will get his own rebound. A deep three from Quinn Johnson, and he nails it. Back-to-back -back threes. Quinn Johnson answers Clayton Moore, and one minute in, we're still deadlocked at three. Number three. And four teams in the state, depending on what rankings you look at. Moore will kick this one out here for Knuckle, and his shot's no good, but we'll have a off, or excuse me, away from the floor foul. And they're going to call that foul. Did not catch that one, so I'll try to get it here shortly. Mullen will inbound it here to Clayton Moore, and Moore. Over to Emerson. Emerson back to Moore. Moore on that right wing. Kicks it over to Walker. Walker with a deep three. Boy, we're raining threes here this morning. Walker, the leading scorer for Mullen, averaging 13 points a game. They got three different or four different players in double figures. Walker, the leading scorer with 13, 11 apiece for Knuckle and Moore. And then 10 points for Emerson. Loomis. Goes the other way with it. They're shot up no good. So Mullen with the chance to take an extended lead here for the first time. It's been within one possession. Still 6-3 to three here. Just under six minutes to go. Opening period of play. There's Clayton Moore with it on the right wing. Tries to find his cutting teammate Emerson. And pass was there. Emerson just kind of tripped a little bit. And Clayton, you can see why he was the quarterback, had a little bit on that as well. And so... Just a turnover there for the Mullen, or Mullen Broncos. And so now Loomis will go the other way, trying to tie this game back up. Shea Swanson, the, C, the junior, excuse me, dribbles to that left hand, tries to take it himself. Shot off the glass, no good. Rebound, it was in the hands of Mullen. Then it was taken away by Johnson. Quinn Johnson's put back from one foot away. Not going to go. And that ball is going to be out of bounds into the court line seats, court side seats. And they'll say it'll stay here with Loomis, as a Mullen Bronco was the last to touch it. Loomis on the season, 17 or 18 and three, defeating Pleasanton last night. Mullen off last night is 18 and three as well. And we'll look at those rankings again. They're both number three and number four. Omaha has one of them third, one of them Lincoln Journal Star has the other one. Ball inbounded here to Lovett. Aiden Lovett, five foot nine senior. 
Hands it off to Meyer. Meyer, they're working a little three-man weave here at the perimeter. Back to Lovett. Lovett just inside the three-point arc. Oh, and that rolled in and out. But a good rebound by Swanson on the back end. And Shea, second-leading scorer for Loomis, averaging 15 points a game, gets his first field goal. Quinn Johnson, former Athlete of the Month here for PlatteRiverPreps.com, averaging 23 points a game and seven rebounds. Clayton Moore is going to drive baseline. Nifty move there. Shot off the glass. No good. Moore's pretty tall. For a guard, six foot three sophomore, just about reached around and got that one in. Knuckles showed this one up or throw this one up from the top of the arc. It's no good. And the rebound pulled down by Lovett. Lovett in transition hits Quinn Johnson for a deep wing three. It's no good. And a great job by McIntosh for Mullen going up and grabbing that rebound over the Loomis Broncos or the Loomis Wolves. So Mullen will go with the other way. Nifty pass underneath, but it was so nifty that McIntosh wasn't even looking at it. And then it Bryce off the hands and goes out of bounds. All of our games today here from the Heartland Event Center, you can hear on the free Ever radio app, the new 92.1 and the new 92.7, also on the normal Superstation 1460-1550. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, with locations in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and where both teams hope to end up here in a couple weeks in Lincoln. Now Shea Swanson again. Shea Swanson, nifty crossover dribble, hook it in the lane and go to two. Swanson does a good job of being a, a, a scorer first from that point guard position. Uh, great court vision, always just driving around there. Now Mullen with it again on the right wing. Moore will get it into Walker. Walker, nice handoff pass to Emerson. And Emerson gets his first field goal. Emerson again averaging 10 points a game. And you can tell why both of these teams are highly ranked in Class D2. This one's going to be out of bounds off of Loomis's Wolves. Good, good job by Swanson trying to get it in again, but not Able to get so. Clay Meyer will head to the bench, and our first sub into the game is going to be the freshman for Loomis, Kale Nelson. And he'll draw a man to man look here again from Loomis. Moore with it on the right wing. Backdoor pass was open to Emerson. Instead, they go low post with it. Shot up blocked. McIntosh's shot was blocked there by Blinkow. And now going the, way, the other way with it is Loomis. Shea Swanson into the lane. They're going to say offensive foul on Swanson. There's, there's the restricted area line that you'll see on this court. That's actually, you know, not a high school rule, but contact was made. And that's one of those. You literally could have flipped a coin on it, and the referees say a little bit too much offensive charge there. And Mullen will make their first sub in. Luke Durfee will come in for Jaden Emerson. So 8-7 to seven here with three minutes to go. In the opening quarter play, glad to have you along here on ESPN's Tri-Cities. You can listen to us on four different frequencies now or on your app or online. Clayton Moore in the corner. Throws this one back to the top of the key to Walker. Walker at the left elbow. Now to Knuckle. Knuckle, a good head fake there inside the lane. He'll be fouled on the shot. Trevor Knuckle will head to the line to shoot two. And that's the third team foul now on Loomis. And they're going to call that foul on Lovett. Actually, that's the fourth team foul, excuse me. Here comes the free throws for Knuckle. First one's up and in, nothing but net. Mulling up 9-7 to seven now. And the second free throw up and coming. You can hear Coach Builder saying to box out. And second free throw's in, so no need for the box out. And Mullen still up by just one possession, but it's now 10-7. to seven. Going with it the other way is Lovett now. Lovett. Into the corner to Perry. Perry checked in at that dead ball. Back to Nelson. Cade Nelson picks up his dribble, needs some help. He'll find it over there with Perry. 
Perry hands it back to Lovett. Lovett Mullen also in a man-to-man defense, and both teams very athletic. So both teams trying to get in that offense quick, and now with uh, Swanson on the bench, you can see Loomis not able to run their offense as efficiently, and just as I say that, Coach Builder's not happy and screams for a timeout, and he'll take it. We'll take it with him, our first time out of the game, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. And welcome back to Heartland Event Center. Loomis out of the timeout, trying to reset their offense. Looks like the starting five is back in. Quinn Johnson now with it on the left wing. He'll get into the corner here, and as they throw it in the corner, again, the vantage point blocks us from seeing who has the ball. Now they'll drive it a lot, and it's Swanson. Swanson's shot up in the lane is good, and he is fouled. Shea Swanson continues his hot start, and there's the first team foul on the Mullen Broncos. Chance chance to tie this one up. Luke Durfee will pick up the foul. Swanson's shot up and good. Swanson now with seven points to start us off and we're at two minutes to go exactly. Clayton Moore will run the point here. Gets it across the timeline. Moore over to Knuckle. Trevor guarded there nicely by Lovett. He'll get it back to Moore at the top of the key. First time we've seen both teams slow down a little bit here. Three-point basket from Walker's up and misses everything. That's going to be out of bounds. But I believe they'll say Mullen tried to, or Loomis tipped it on the way out. Clay Meyer will check back in here for Loomis. Clayton Moore will head to the bench for the first time tonight for Mullen, trying to give him a break here with 90 seconds to go. And Mullen will inbound it here. Underneath their own basket. They'll get it in here. To Durfee. Durfee into the right wing. Over to Emerson. Emerson, good move. Baseline. Oh, just unable to finish there. And Loomis will pull down the rebound here with Lovett. Lovett will try to take it coast to coast himself. Now last second, we'll try to get it to Meyer. And Meyer will be fouled. They're going to call that one on Walker. It'll be his first. And now the second team foul on the Broncos. And it looks like Jackson Lobby will check now in here for Loomis. Lobby, the five foot ten senior, will come back in here for Nelson. You'll see a lot of this time at the end of the period. You'll give some of your starters a break here, try and keep them rested with that guaranteed timeout at the end of the first quarter. Aiden Lovett into the lane, loses it, turns it over. Now Mullen the other way with it. One on one on zero fast break. And Brandon Walker gets the easy two. Not cherry picking there, but wide open and uncontested to the basket. Loomis now goes with the other way. Ball's going to be tipped and out of bounds. Quinn Johnson tried to make a nice pass into the corner to love it, but Loomis, or Mullen, excuse me, getting a good job of denying those passing lanes. Lobby will inbound it here to Swanson. Shea will run that point. Shea, five, six-foot junior, works there, gets a pick and roll or screen there from Meyer. They're going to try the pick and roll, unable to get it to him on the roll, so they'll get it back to Lobby on the left side. Lobby tries a backdoor pass here to Swanson. Mullen does it a good job of taking that away. 
Now they'll whip it around the perimeter, and oh, a nice look inside for Meyer. Clay Meyer gets his first field goal. And now with 25 seconds to go, Mullen will hold for the final shot. It's still deadlocked at 12. 12 to 12, so about all these top five teams in Class D2. This has been a dandy, and hopefully we can maybe see something like this again at the state tournament. Here comes Mullen with it. Walker now with 10 seconds to go is going to try and get the offense. Backdoor cut wide open for McIntosh underneath, and Bryce McIntosh gets the final bucket. Shot at the horn. They're going to say it's going to count, but no. It misses everything. McIntosh with a nice two to end it. We have played through one. Mullen leads Loomis 14 to 12. We're back after this. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrien Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. And welcome back to the Heartland Event Center. Mullen will get the possession here to start the second period up by two points, 14 to 12. Continuing to go right to left as you look into your radio dial. Stay tuned. We've got eight games for you today here on the Superstation. Clayton Moore with it on the right wing. Pulls up from three, fakes it there. Now hands it back over to Emerson. Emerson, Mullen back in a two, uh, briefly, or Loomis briefly, and it looked like a zone back to -to man-to-man now. Swanson will guard Walker here. Walker hands this one off to Knuckle. Knuckle into the lane. Kicks it out to Moore on the right wing. Clayton Moore inside. Pass is going to be too high, but tipped off of Swanson. Let's look at those notes here. Loomis, number four in the Lincoln Journal Star. Third in the World Herald. Mullen, inverse. Third in the Journal Star. And fourth in the World Herald. Both teams 18-3. and three. Both teams... Worthy of those rankings so far. You can see a lot of good athletes out there on the floor for both teams. Here's Walker now with it. Walker on the right side. Back to Moore. Moore guarded there by Johnson. Those will be probably your two best players tonight guarding each other. Walker pulls up from three. And Walker says, what about me? I'm the leading scorer, and that's my eighth point in the game. And Walker extends the mole and lead to five. Here comes Quinn Johnson. They'll double team him, so he'll find the open man underneath. Christian Blinkow, and Blinkow will be fouled, and he'll head to the line to shoot two. They'll call that foul on Moore. It'll be just his first personal, and now three on the Broncos. And Blinko will go to the line for two. His first one's up, and then, ooh, rolls out. That one was halfway down. That's why I started saying in, and the radio jinx strikes again. 
Christian will get his second chance here to try and cut it to four, and he'll nail that one. So Christian into the scorebook for the first time at the 6.52 mark of this second period of play. Mulling up by four right now and with possession. Going right to left. McIntosh with the right wing. Stands there just waiting to find someone to come help him. And Walker will do so. They'll go inside now to McIntosh. Excellent pass. Wide open underneath is McIntosh. And Loomis goes with it the other way. Quinn Johnson with his first good look from three. Second good look, excuse me. He's made both of those when he's been wide open. And Loomis cuts it back down to one possession again. 19 to 16. Right wing with it goes Walker or Emerson. Emerson will be found. I believe Emerson made that last basket as well. I had said it was McIntosh. So we'll correct that in the scorebook. 14 and 40, I saw the four, and so I had assumed it was going to be McIntosh. No inbound here on the right side to Knuckle. Knuckle back to Moore at the top of the key. Back on the right side to Knuckle. Trevor back to Clayton. Clayton back to Trevor again. They're going to try the right baseline here. Quickly taken away by Swanson and Loomis. Now high post opportunity for Emerson. Backdoor pass wide open for McIntosh. He can't hit the reverse layup, though. And Loomis will call down the defensive rebound. Six minutes to go, 19-16. to 16. Mullen with the lead. Quickly, Loomis will throw it off of the Mullen Bronco. And out of bounds. And we're in the big arena, so once it rolls, there's no big wall behind the basketball hoop. So that one went deep into the tunnel. So a bit of a delay here. That gives us a chance to welcome you into the Carney Towing Repair Broadcast booth. Brought to you by, or bringing you the play-by-play here on the road. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. Go see Carney Towing today. Inbounded to Johnson. Johnson pull up three in the corner. It's no good. Long rebound. Tipped away, but Kale Meyer will come away with it. Kale nearly travels with it. Kicks it out to Swanson. Swanson had a good look at three. He'll instead try to drive. Going to the corner. Now back to John, or Quinn Johnson. He'll be stripped there. By Knuckle. Knuckle now in transition. Looks for Walker. Walker, good head pick there. Clayton Moore underneath. Easy two. Excellent job of passing and making the extra pass by Moore or by the Bowen Broncos to find Moore underneath for the easy two. Swanson now with it the other way. Six foot junior. Guarded by Walker. He'll hand this one off. Into the corner now to Nelson. Kale Nelson back to Shea Swanson. Shea on that left wing. I'm I'm good. I'm on the air. Thank you. Yep. Aiden Lovett with it. And Quinn Johnson now with it. Sway Johnson into the lane. Kicks it out for a corner three. And it's good. Both teams shoot well from three. And that was Lovett who shot that one. His first field goal. He averages 11 points a game. And it's trimmed now to a two-point lead for Mullen. Back and forth, back and forth. Mullen's been ahead for most of this game. A pull-up three here from Walker. It looks good, but just not enough juice. Long rebound to Quinn Johnson. That one was going to go out of bounds, but Quinn chased after it, and then he stepped on the line, so Mullen will actually keep it. So uncharacteristic mistake there from Quinn Johnson. Inbounded to Moore. Moore into the lane. Shot up. Back rim no good. And the rebound pulled down by Quinn Johnson. Loomis now with it. Love it. Goes quickly the other way. Left wing, deep three from Johnson. Front rim's no good. Not enough muster on that one. And Knuckle will come away with it for the Broncos. Trevor pulls up. No, he's going to shoot the three. Then he thought way better of it. He was going to shoot from the NBA three-point line here because they've got the two lines out here. Inside to Clayton Moore. Shot up, nothing but net. 
Clayton Moore with that nifty move on that left side on the non-dominant hand. Clayton Moore pours in another bucket here. He's got back-to-back points, and Mullen back up by four now. A couple subs in. Looks like Lobby's going to come in. Clayton Moore steals it here, and he's going to go uncontested and lay it up for the easy two. Clayton Moore with six straight points for Mullen, and it's back up to six now. Loomis not going to take the timeout. They'll keep going with it. Quinn Johnson works that left side. Now they'll go to the right side with it. Try to get it to Nelson. Kale Nelson unable to handle it. It's going to lose it, but right into the hands of Quinn Johnson. Quinn tries to drive baseline. His shot up from about 12 feet is no good, but he'll be fouled. And he'll go to the line to shoot, too. That'll be the fourth team foul here on the Broncos. And Loomis will try to chip away at the Mullen lead via the charity stripe. And it looks like we're going to call that foul here on McIntosh. It'll be his first. And Quinn Johnson at the quiet arena goes nothing but nylon there. Pretty good crowd, I mean, for a Class D school and all the social distancing that goes on. Second free throw coming up here for Quinn Johnson. Quinn right now is seven points, looking for eight. Shot up is nothing but net again. And 21 now for Loomis. Still four shy of Mullen. It's 25-21. I have a feeling this one's going to come down to the final minute. Right side here for Mullen. Nearly intercepted by Loomis. They're lucky to catch that one. Emerson at the high post. Shut up. No good. And Quinn Johnson will pull down the rebound. Quinn Johnson up to love it. Now to Swanson. Swanson spins in the lane. Tries to take it himself. That goes off the side of the backboard. And out of bounds. No, they'll say. Must have been off of Mullen Bronco. So that's why it was off the side of the backboard. It must have been blocked on the way up. And we're at the bottom left-hand corner here, and they're in the top right-hand corner, so it's our t- toughest vantage point is that corner. Loomis now with it on the left side with Lovett. Lovett, cross-court pass to Johnson. He'll go into the lane himself. Shot up. Ooh, front rim no good. Thought that was going to go in. And they're going to say off of Quinn and out of bounds. Mullen will take the ball back here with 2.42 to go in the opening half of play. A good pace to this one, 25-21. Both teams like to move quickly. And only one team or one timeout taken so far by Coach Billiter in that first quarter. Inside contact, late fall, late call, late call here. And they're gonna call blocking foul on Lobby. Jackson Lobby. Loomis Bench thought he had the position. They'll disagree. So Jackson will pick up his first and now six on the Broncos. And McIntosh will head to the free throw line. McIntosh with a field goal in that first period. Now he has a free throw to go with it. He's up to three points. And he'll get a second free throw here. It's a five-point Mullen lead. And he'll look to make it six, and he'll do so. Rolls hung on the rim for a little bit longer than he wanted, but it fell in. Shooter's roll. And now a six-point lead for the Mullen. Here comes Lovett the other way with it. Gets across the timeline. Faced a little bit of a half-court pressure there from Mullen. Lobby now with it. Drives on that left side. Dishes it over to Lovett. Aiden Lovett's three is good. Aiden Lovett makes his second three-pointer here in this second quarter. And he'll continue this great ball game that we've got for you. Right wing with it here for Mullen is Durfee. Durfee back to Walker. Walker back to Durfee. He'll try a three. That one in and out. No good. Quinn Johnson pulls down the rebound. It might be coming down to who's going to shoot better in this fourth quarter is who's going to win this ball game. Aiden Lovett with it on the left side. Gets it to Johnson. He's as good a shooter as you have. And just to say that front rim, no good. 
And Mullen will pull down the rebound and go with it the other way. Broncos will slow things down just a little bit. And by slow things down, I mean not f- shoot first time. No second effort here. Knuckle will shoot it from three. It's no good. Offensive rebound to Durfee, and Durfee will kick it back out to Walker. They'll reset it with Knuckle. Now on the right side, McIntosh on the low post. Out of the high post to Emerson. Back to Knuckle. Durfee now with it on the right wing. Double teamed inside, so they'll kick it out for a wide open three from Emerson. Jaden Emerson with his first three-point field goal. He's up to seven points now and six-point lead for Mullen. It's been between three to six points most of this game. Mullen in front. And now Loomis will be fouled. And Swanson with a good look was fouled on the shot. So he'll go up to shoot two free throws. They'll call that foul on Bryce McIntosh again. Bryce's second 15 foul. So one foul left to give now for Mullen. Shooting foul will give us free throws here from Swanson. First free throw hit nothing but nylon. Barely moved the rim. And there's a timeout from Coach Drew Billiter. We'll take it with him. Mullen 30, Loomis 25. One minute to go in the second period of play. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. A place to listen or download podcasts of the game that our Platte River radio stations broadcast from as far back as five years are at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com. Download the free Platte River radio app so you're connected. We never forget a great game at PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. That timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Step into the line for his second free throw is Shea Swanson. Stay tuned. We'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show in about one minute. Free throws up. Back of the rim, no good. And pulled down by McIntosh. Clayton Moore back in the game. He'll run the point here. Braden, or Brendan Walker here on the right wing now. They'll get it to Knuckle. Clayton Moore sitting at the high post. They're going to try and feed it into him. He said they'll kick it out for three. Not a very good look there from Knuckle. And a long rebound. It's going to be pulled down by Lovett. Lovett here in a five-point game. Gets it to Johnson. Johnson tries that left side a lot. Mullen just forcing him to go left. And I believe they're going to call a foul on the floor. And they're going to call it again on McIntosh. So third foul on McIntosh now. He's got half the Mullen fouls. And that was the final team foul to give here in this first half. He'll head to the bench to avoid picking up his fourth. And coming back in is Durfee. Swanson inbounded to Johnson. Corner three wide open. Inbounds played. No good, though. Rebound pulled down on the backside by Kale Nelson. Nelson losing it here. Ball's loose. I believe it's going to be off of Mullen. They'll save it here, though. And a good job saving it was Durfee. Now up to McIntosh. Over to Emerson now. Walker with 17 seconds to go. Mullen up 30-25. to 
Going to settle for the last shot here. When do they shoot it, though? Inside to Clayton Moore. He had a good look, but too much time, so they'll kick it out to Walker for three, and it's no good. Backside rebound contact between Swanson and Durfee. No foul call. I figured you could have called that one on Swanson. So to go out of bounds off Durfee, so Loomis will catch a break here. 3.6 seconds to go. They'll inbound it to Lovett. Mullen with good defense. We'll tip this one out of bounds off of Walker, so a couple seconds will tick off here. 1.9 to go, so Loomis is going to basically just have to try and catch it on the run here and get a shot because they still got to go three-quarters court here. Quinn Johnson to inbound it. They're going to get it to Lovett. Lovett catches it, turns it, shoots it at the buzzer. Back rim no good. Good look, though, all things considered. And that'll do it here for the first half of play from the day-long event here at the Heartland Event Center. Game one was half over. It's Mullen 30, Loomis 25. Stay tuned. It's the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show coming up next. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. Thirty-six high schools in our coverage area region each have a page on PlatteRiverPreps.com with schedules, interviews, broadcasts, and links to feature stories. When you bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com, you'll connect with the place that is true to our schools. PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio. 37 Ag in Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. And welcome back to the Heartland Event Center for the Heartland Hoops Classic. Game one of eight today features a couple of great teams in Class D2, the Mullen Broncos and the Lomas Wolves. And after one half of play, not much has been decided. They turned off the scoreboard. So luckily for you guys, I remember that it was 30-25 to 25, as I wrote it in my scorebook here. Let's look at the numbers first for Mullen. First, let's get the... Uh, Acknowledgement of Ravenna Sanitation. They're our great halftime sponsors, and a lot of times we like to thank our sponsors because without their support, there was no way we could bring you high school basketball, especially eight games today here at the Heartland Event Center. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is their treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them 
in your local Yellow Pages for Mullen. They were led in scoring by Clayton Moore. He had nine points, eight for Brendan Walker, seven for Jaden Emerson, four for Bryce McIntosh, and two for Trevor Knuckle. You add up all that, you get 30. We're going to take a brief one-minute timeout and come back with the Loomis numbers. You're listening to the Heartland Hoops Classic here from the Heartland Event Center on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460, 1550, 92.7, and 92.1 FM. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us specializing in you about 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted mead lumber was born in nebraska so now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design delivery to installation mead lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor stop by mead lumber at 1440 west 56th street to get started log on to meadlumber.com mead lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes and welcome back to the Heartland Hoops Classic. I'd like to thank our many fine sponsors that allow us to be here, including a couple of Loomis sponsors, Builder Trucking and 37 Ag. Without their support, we could not bring you high school basketball. For the Loomis Wolves, led in scoring by two different guys, and you can guess who they are. It's Shea Swanson and Quinn, or Shea, yeah, and Quinn Johnson, both with eight points. Six from Aiden Lovett, two-point field goal from Clay Meyer, and a free throw in there from Christian Blinkow. And that's how they got to their 25 points. Pretty good back and forth game so far in this one, 30 to 25 as well. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll give you the rest of the other seven matchups, preview them as best we can, and also talk a little wrestling on the other side. You're listening to the Heartland Hoops Classic on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460, 1550, the all-new 92.7, 92.1, and online at some of the region's best athletes become B&B Carpet Athletes of the Month. Nominate new honorees or see all the previous athletes of the month at PlatteRiverPreps.com. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. We never forget a great effort. Powered by Platte River Radio. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, When the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. 
Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. Continuing on here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Ravenna Sanitation, serving Buffalo County for business residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them. Uh, let's find them on Google right now, as you can Google it here on your smartphone. And while you're on your smartphone, get the free Platte River Radio app where you can listen to all of our broadcasts on PlatteRiverPreps.com. And when you got your phone out, make sure you get it out for Pioneer Seed because uh, that's where you get all those seats of success is Mobile Pioneer on your smartphone, pioneer.com. Tonight's Seats of Success, well, it's this morning's Seats of Success, are brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about soybeans, yielding uh, Pioneer brand soybeans, getting you the best field yield in your field this year. Too many alliterated in there. Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, delivering success with service. The Seats of Success for Mullen, keep it up right now. Just keep more Walker and... Emerson as your main three points. And then for Loomis, need to get more. Uh, they're your leading scorers, eight points from Jay Swanson and Quinn Johnson. But it feels like they could be doing a lot more in this game, especially Quinn on that left side. Loomis doing a good job defensively. Those are the seats to success for both teams. Let's look at that upcoming broadcast schedule tonight or at uh, the Harlan Hoops Classic. St. Paul, Elkhorn North will be our second game. St. Paul probably the favorite there, even though they're going up a class here. Grand Island Northwest against Logan View Scribner Schneider after Ashland Greenwood had to COVID out. Grand Island will take on Mount Michael. Mount Michael, the top team in Class B. Auburn and BRLD, this one would have been a juicy matchup in years past. Auburn undefeated, top-ranked NC1. BRLD, number three, NC2. GICC will take on Lingan Pius. Jimmy Lingan thinks that might be the best matchup of all of them today, including our two marquee games tonight. Sunrise Christian Academy and Bellevue West at 7.15, and then Oak Hill Academy and Millard North at 9 o'clock. Last night, Oak Hill... And Miller North played right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And as you listened to Mike Will last night, Sunrise Christian, the number three team in the nation, with a 67-56 victory over Oak Hill, who themselves are ranked 25th in Mac, or on uh, 16th on Max Preps. If you look at the matchups, Bellevue West is 22nd on Max Preps, so number three versus 22. And then Oak Hill, number 16, will be taking on number 25th ranked nationally, Millard North. They're the one and two teams in Class A as well. Over on Power 99 today, we'll have district wrestling from the C4 district. We're covering Amherst, Arcadia Loop City, Centura, Gibbon, Kearney Catholic, Loomis, Bertrand, Ravenna, amongst other area teams. We'll have a district reports starting around 11.15 this morning. Doug will be on, and then we'll have the finals at approximately 11 o'clock. So head over there for your latest wrestling updates between games, of course, here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. And then we'll have the Power 99 wrestling rally on Sunday at 3 o'clock, and then we'll get sub-districts underway. The D19 at Pleasanton will be right here on ESPN Tri-Cities, Pleasanton XL, Alma Amherst. The D18, Shelton Harvard, Silver Lake Kennesaw on Power 99, and the C19, St. Cecilia will take on the Men and Gibbon winner on Tuesday, Adam Central Carney Catholic. All three of those games will tip off at 6, and all three on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance with locations in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and where everybody hopes to end up at the end of the year at the state capitol 
in Lincoln. We'll take one final break. When we come back, it'll be the third quarter of action. You're listening to the Heartland Hoops Classic on ESPN Trace Cities and online at platriverpreps.com. It's seafood season at Amigos. The popular fish and shrimp tacos are back and on special. Two for just $5.49. There's jumbo shrimp baskets, fish and chips, and even a seafood enchilada. Talk about variety. And don't forget the crowd-pleasing crisp crab rangoon burrito. The amazing flavor of crab rangoon rolled in a golden crisp tortilla just made to dunk in our sweet chili sauce. What a catch. Seafood at Amigos. Connect to the place that posts your pictures of high school games from 36 schools in our coverage area. Bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com. Download the free Platte River Radio app for a mobile version of the website or stream live play-by-play. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Click on the photo link on the front page. We love a great action picture. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. And welcome back to the Heartland Events Center. Loomis will get the third period underway as they will switch sides now. And uh, Loomis will go right to left as you look into your radio dial. Trailing it by five. It's 30 to 25. Just underway now in this third quarter of play. Swanson on the left wing. Guarded there by Clayton Moore. They'll switch here briefly as Knuckle will guard him now as they'll hand it off to Johnson. Johnson in the lane. Gets that easy too. Falling along on those chase success. It was going to be Quinn Johnson getting some more buckets and he gets the first one here and cuts the Loomis lead or the Mullen lead to three. Walker now with it at the high po- or at the top of the arc for Mullen. Left wing to Knuckle. Knuckle inside to Clayton Moore. He'll kick it out. Back to Trevor. And Trevor nails the three-point basket. He's got five points now. And Loomis goes with it quickly with Swanson. Swanson in the lane, kicks it out to Johnson. Johnson jumps up at the elbow, kicks it out to Lovett. Lovett for three front rim, no good. Moore with the defensive rebound for Mullen. Fast break opportunity here up to Trevor Knuckle. Shot up is no good, but he'll be fouled, and he'll head to the free throw line. First team foul on either team here, and I believe they're going to call that on Lovett. It'll be his second. And so two free throws here coming up for Trevor Knuckle, the 5'9 junior for Mullen. First free throw rolls around and does not fall in. One of those where... You know, just don't know how it was physically possible that it didn't go in. 
Gravity not kind there, but he'll be nice on that second one as Knuckle gets it in and extends the mole lead here to seven. Love it. will run the point now for Loomis. He'll run, dribble on the right side, picks up his dribble, needs a little help here. He'll get it from Meyer, Clay Meyer, over to Quinn Johnson. Johnson over to Swanson on the left wing. He pivots twice, pulls up from three, back rim, no good. Re- offensive rebound to Blinkow. Blinkow, double team there. He'll try to kick it out, and he'll throw it away into the scorer's table and into the crowd here at the Heartland Event Center. All eight games for you today here on ESPN Tri-Cities. I'll be here for the first two. Then Mike Will and company, and Randy will finish it off for the final two games between Sunrise and Oak Hill, Millard North, and Bellevue West tonight. We're right now at the 6.30 mark to go in the third quarter of play. Mullen, 34-27 lead over Loomis. Knuckle with it at the top of the key here. Inside to Emerson. Emerson to Moore. Moore kicks it out for a wide open three from Walker. Front rim, no good. Offensive rebound for Emerson. He was fouled hard. Not malicious, just a couple of good athletes going for the basketball there. So Emerson will draw the foul on Loomis. It'll be the second team foul here on the Wolves. And they're going to call that a Meyer, and that'll be Clayton's second. He was the one that picked up that first foul in that first half that I did not have marked. So it's good that he picked up a second one. Inbounds pass here is to Emerson, and Emerson, a great play call there. Draw it up nicely. He gets the easy two back door, and he'll be fouled as well. So he'll go to the line for an and one opportunity. And it looks like Lobby will come in, as does Kale Nelson for Loomis. As Mullen, if they make this free throw, make it a 10-point game. That'll be the largest lead. Well, nine as it's missed. Offensive rebound, though, for Mullen. Clayton Moore drives on Swanson. He'll have to pass it off. Good defense there by Shea. Back to Moore. Now Moore on the baseline. Thought about it as he was guarded by Lobby. Instead, now we'll kick it back out and reset the offense with Walker. Walker over to Knuckle. Back to Walker. Emerson on that right wing. Moore working that high post. They'll get it to him. Immediately triple team. They'll kick it back out for a three from Knuckle. It's no good. And Shea Swanson pulls down the rebound. He's going to try to go coast to coast here. One on four, and instead he'll dribble it off his leg and out of bounds. Trying to do a little too much there maybe if you're Shea Swanson. One on four. That might work against some of the inferior teams in the Fort Carney Conference area, but not against Mullen, who's top five ranked team, third and fourth depending on which publication you look at. Clayton Moore in the lane, shot up no good, gets his own offensive rebound and puts it in for two. He's in double figures now with 11. And Mullen now with an 11-point lead. 5.24 to go in this third quarter. Coach Builder takes the mask off, hands on hips, a little upset with the team's performance. Johnson dribbles it off his leg. Surprised not a double dribble here. Then Quinn Johnson will get an open three out of it, and he'll mail it. And there's a timeout by Coach Billarder. Try to keep the momentum with the Wolves. They still trail it. It's Mullen 38, Loomis 30 with 5.13 to go in this third quarter of play. You're listening to the Heartland Hoops Classic on ESPN Tri-Cities. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours.
37 Ag in Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Some of the region's best athletes become B&B Carpet Athletes of the Month. Nominate new honorees or see all the previous athletes of the month at PlatteRiverPreps.com. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. We never forget a great effort. Powered by Platte River Radio. Mulling to inbound it here, going left to right. As you look into your radio dial, your smart speaker, or whatever you're listening on, thanks to Barney Insurance, all of our internet streaming. We've got a couple listeners around the state. I've had a few text me so far this morning. Listening to Mullen. So glad to have everyone along today. Clayton Moore with it in the right wing. He'll drive baseline into the corner. Now shot up off the glass. No good. And the rebound pulled down by Johnson. Quinn goes quickly with it. Actually, that was Swanson. He'll kick it out to Love It. Love It for a wide open three. Misses it completely. Good job by Lobby to save it for Loomis. Back to Shea Swanson. Quickly on the bench here is Quinn Johnson. Quinn Johnson's still in the game. Excuse me. I misread the number there. Love It now with it at the top of the key. Guarded there by Walker. Left wing, or excuse me, right wing here with Swanson. Swanson's pass nearly intercepted there by Emerson, or by McIntosh. And so Loomis, sensing the confusion of the radio man, will reset the offense and go slowly here. Swanson at the top of the key, cuts inside, good move there. Shea Swanson, easy two, but he missed it. And the rebound to Knuckle for Mullen. Man, a bunny right there, and Shea Swanson just unable to finish that one after the nifty crossover dribble. Left wing here with Walker. He'll get it to Moore. Moore, good head fake there. Decides not to dribble past his defender, though. And on the left wing now, here is Walker. Walker to Knuckle. Knuckle, deep three, NBA three. It's back of the iron, no good. Quinn Johnson skies up over Moore for the rebound. Moore will guard Johnson. They've been guarding each other most of this game. Quinn's goes left hand. It's going to be blocked by Moore, but he'll say a body foul on Clayton before the shot. Clayton Moore picks up his second personal. And now that is the first only on the Broncos here in the first quarter. And they avoided foul trouble in that first quarter as there were no bonus free throws for Loomis. Inside here now, or underneath their own hoop, Swanson will get it to Lobby. Jackson on that left wing, dribbles with the left hand, jump stop, trying to find an open man. Instead, he'll finally find Aiden Lovett at the top of the key. Lovett's going to try and force it to Quinn Johnson. They'll set two screens for him, but good defense by Mullen, not preventing him. Letting him into the lane for a shot. Swanson now on the right side. He'll try it in the lane. Mullen with a good help defense. Not getting any good looks here. So perimeter look here for Johnson. He'll head fake there. Shot up at the lane. They'll say a blocking foul underneath. Late whistle. These officials are making sure that there's contact before they blow the whistle. Trevor Knuckles, first personal. And now that's Mullen. Foul number two on Mullen, so Quinn Johnson back to the free throw line. He's made two free throws today. Make it three here in this third quarter. He is up to 12 points. And it's cutting into that Mullen lead. It's down to seven. Here's a chance to make it six, and he'll do so. He's got all the points here in this second half. He's got five points for Loomis. And Loomis cuts it back down to two possessions, 38-32. to Three minutes to go here in this third quarter. Wade Morrow bring it up here for Mullen. Slowly across the timeline. Good pass here inside to McIntosh, and he'll be fouled. No, they'll say offensive foul. And that'll be his fourth personal foul. 
So block charge goes both ways for Loomis here. And now with four fouls, McIntosh is going to need to head to the bench. And Luke Durfee will come in. Durfee, the five foot nine freshman. So mark this point in your book here at the 256 mark. McIntosh will pick up that fourth foul, and the freshman will come in here from Mullen. Quinn Johnson pulls up from three, misses everything. Quinn just not shooting it from deep too well tonight. Like two of five right now is Johnson. Good defense giving him tougher shots. Most of his shots have been from the three-point arc. Shot up by Mullins, no good by Knuckle. And so Loomis now with Lovett will go the other way with it. Lovett drives to that right wing. Kicks it to Swanson. Swanson now at the top of the key. will hand it off to Lobby. Lobby inside. Good to backdoor pass. Good head fake underneath. But not going to be able to finish it is Blinkow. And Mullen pulls down the rebound. Coach Builder hands on his head. Just disgusted with some, some of the, not so much his team, but just the lack of shots not falling that are open. Clayton Moore with the left wing three-pointer that's off the mark. And Swanson will pull down the rebound and pull it up for Johnson. Quinn Johnson, deep three is good. There's Quinn Johnson. He's starting to heat up now. He's got eight here in this third quarter, and he blinked. Loomis has cut it to three. It was as high as 11, and there's a timeout for Mullen head coach Brad Wright, sensing the momentum he wants to end it. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We're back after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Back here at Arlen Event Center, I got corrected over the break. It's actually not Trevor Knuckle, it's Kunzel. So glad those Mullen Bronco fans are listening and sending me the correct pronunciation. The Kunzel will get it into Moore. Moore back to Trevor. Trevor on that right side, he picks up his dribble and flip the pivot foot, and he'll travel with it. Inopportune time for Mullen. I said mark that 256 mark. Since then, Loomis is trimmed this lead to three and only one minute, 20 seconds has elapsed. And Loomis, with a three-point basket here, would tie the ball game. All the momentum now with the Wolves. Schwanson on the right wing here, guarded by Walker. They'll switch here. Clayton Moore with the missed assignment defensively, and they'll commit the foul. Late on the switch, so he was chasing Swanson. And Clayton Moore will pick up the foul. Yeah, and they, I had third in the book. They announced fourth here at the arena, and then they corrected themselves. So Clayton still with three fouls, but not four, which would be almost detrimental with 119 to go in this third quarter play. First free throw up for Swanson. Back around, no good. He'll get a second chance here at it, and he'll nail that one. Swanson gets the first non-Quinn Johnson point here of this third quarter. 
and cuts it to a two-point game. Walker now with it. Over to Moore. Moore on that right wing. It's Gets it to McIntosh. Left side now. They'll try to go inside here to Kunzel. Kunzel kicks it out to McIntosh, and McIntosh will slow things up and hand it off to Walker. Walker over to Durfee. Baseline open underneath. They're going to be taken away, though, by defensively. Good job by Quinn Johnson. They'll kick it out for a three here, and it's no good. And Loomis with a chance to tie with a two-point field goal or take their first lead of the game deep in this third quarter. Quinn Johnson pulls up from NBA range. It's no good. And the long rebound, or the short rebound, underneath and put back for Christian Blinkow. And that's a tie ball game, 38-38. We kind of predicted something like this would happen. Loomis gets the turnover here. Say Swanson intercepts the pass, and Loomis' shot's up no good. Loomis wants a goaltend, and the refs are going to get together. I think they may come together and get the call here. Um... No, I don't believe they're going to say continue. They're going to say two free throws. So the far official came in and made that call. And they'll be the fifth team foul here. And they'll call that one on Kunz. It'll be his second. First free throw for Swanson. Back rim, no good. So unable to take their first lead of the game here is Loomis. They'll get a second chance at it here to Swanson. That one back rim, no good. Quinn Johnson's going to get the rebound as it goes right to him. He'll... Lose control of it, and then a timeout, I believe. Yeah, a timeout had called by head coach Drew Builder of Loomis. Got the possession, wanted to keep it here with 17 seconds to go and hold for the final shot. We'll take this, I believe it's a 30-second timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. And ENT Physicians of Kearney has been with you since 1994, located where you need them, specializing in you. We'll keep it right here just to be safe as they've already buzzered, hit the buzzer and tell you about our other matchups tonight. We have seven more to go. St. Paul, Elkhorn North right when we're done here and then at 11.20 Northwest and Loganview. Scribner, Schneider, GI and Mount Michael at 1 o'clock. Auburn, BRLD around 4 o'clock. GICC, Pius at 5.30. And then the two marquee matchups, Sunrise, Christian, Bellevue West and Oak Hill Academy, Miller North starting at 7.30. Loomis to inbound it here. Into Quinn Johnson. Quinn Johnson with 13 will settle for the final shot as predicted here. He'll get it to Swanson. Swanson's going to try and get a screen set up here. Loomis will, or Mullen will switch on the screen. And into the lane. Shot up no good for Swanson. Just hung on the rim. Walker at the buzzer from three-quarters court. It's off the mark. And so we've been through three quarters and we've decided nothing. It's 38-38. Mullen and Loomis will have the fourth quarter for you next. You're listening to the Harlan Hoops Classic on ESPN Tri-Cities. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. 
Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. And welcome back. Fourth quarter underway here at the Heartland Events Center. And we're deadlocked at 38. Nothing's been decided. We might have to go. I don't want to jinx it, but extra possessions, which wouldn't be so bad as we got two top five teams here in D2. Clayton Moore with it for Mullen as they get the possession here to start the fourth quarter of play. And he'll get it over to Kunzel. Kunzel on the right wing over to McIntosh. McIntosh wide open into the lane. Shot up with that left hand is good. Excuse me, that was Emerson. Emerson's on the bench with those four fouls. I get those two confused a lot. They're the low post, high post combination for Mullen. And Mullen retakes their lead. They've led throughout the game. Loomis is yet to lead. Mullen's led between four to eight points for most of this game, but it's only two points right now. Love it with it. And with the three-point sharpshooting of Loomis, they could take the lead here on this possession. Love it. Drives at that left elbow. Gets it to Johnson. Johnson's going to take that three-pointer and nail it. There it is. First three-pointer for first lead, excuse me, on the fifth three-pointer for Quinn Johnson. And Loomis leads it 41-40. Quickly the other way. Kunzel goes coast to coast with it and retakes the lead back for Mullen. It's 42-41, 6.43 to go. Final period of play, the new West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, and we're done. Right wing here, Quinn Johnson, or Chase Swanson, excuse me. And he'll counter Kunzel's shot with a shot just of his own with the left hand, and Loomis retakes the lead by one, 43-42. Who's going to have the final possession? That's the question now. Mullen. With it right now with Walker. Walker on that left wing. Tries to go to the elbow here. They'll take it away defensively. Will Loomis. Emerson on that right wing to Moore. Moore, excellent pass underneath, but too much on it. And Walker unable to catch it. Moore, the quarterback for the Broncos. Shows you his arm strength there, but a turnover for Mullen. So unable to retake the lead so Loomis can extend their lead for the first time tonight. This is their largest lead of the game. It's one point. And Swanson will drive with that left hand. Spin in the lane. Cuts between two Broncos and gets it in. Shea Swanson and Quinn Johnson are starting to take those seats success we talked about in that halftime break and apply them here. And now a three-point lead for Loomis. Emerson, head fake, and I believe they'll say a blocking foul. Thought maybe they're going to call him with a, a traveling violation, but they'll say he traveled because there was contact. Blincow will pick up his first or fourth team foul, and they'll say actually the second on Christian. 45 42. Glad to have you along here, wherever you're listening from. Three pointer on the left side here for Walker. No good. Rebound pulled down by Johnson. For Loomis, the other way with a jump stop in the lane. Love it. It's no good. I believe that's going to be off of Walker. Yeah, they're saying white ball, white ball. I couldn't tell if he was saying white ball or off white. You knew he was talking about the white team, which is Loomis. They'll say white ball off of Bullen. 5.20 to go in the game. Loomis to inbound underneath their basket here. Trying to get it into Lobby. Lobby mishandles it and throws it away. 
Mullen now will inbound it. They'll go quickly with it, trying to push the tempo here a little bit. Kunzel with it on the right side for Mullen. Dribbles between the legs, guarded there by Swanson. Picks up the dribble, gets it over to McIntosh. McIntosh now back in the game with those four fouls. Keep an eye on Bryce. Moore with it on the right wing. Gets it to Kunzel. Kunzel tries baseline. They'll call a foul, body foul underneath on the floor. So no free throws here, but they'll call that one on Swanson. It'll be his first, or second, excuse me, and the fifth on the Wolves. And since it was on the floor here, Mullen will inbound it with just under five minutes to go, 4.57. They'll get it to Moore. Clayton Moore, the sophomore, will run the point. Gets it over to Walker on that left wing. Walker into the corner to Kunzel. Kunzel tries to drive baseline on Lobby. Good step back shot. Oh, back rim no good. Thought that one was going to fall. McIntosh fighting for that rebound with those four fouls. Unable to get it, but he'll save it. But right to Jackson Lobby. And so Loomis will have it now. Loomis, one possession, but a three-point lead here. Lobby with it on the left wing. Guarded by McIntosh. McIntosh with four fouls. They'll get it to Lovett. Lovett now guarded by Walker. 4.22 to go in this one. Hands off to Swanson. Swanson's going to be tipped, and they'll say off of Walker for Bowen and out of bounds. Assistant coach for Loomis was saying a foul. And we've got a sub in the game here. Looks like Clay Meyer will come back in here for Loomis. Loomis will look to inbound it here to Swanson. Shea. Guarded by Kunzel. Dribbles with that left hand. Going to get a screen here from Quinn Johnson. Get some separation. They'll, they won't switch on it. It's Johnson's being guarded by Moore and Kunzel on Swanson. Lobby now with it on the right side over to Johnson. He'll try to baseline. Gets around Moore, but immediately passes it to love it for a wide open three. Misses it. And Builder thought maybe that was going to go off of McIntosh's hands. And from my vantage point, it's right in front of me. So actually, that one I had a really good look on. The correct call was made. That was missed not only a rim, but missed McIntosh's hand as well. So Mullen will get it back. 45-42, they trail it. Clayton Moore will walk it up and get it to the top of the key. Hands it off to Emerson. Emerson over to Kunzel now. Trevor back to Moore. Moore, good head fit, gets Johnson in the air. His shot up is good. Wanted some contact, or a foul on the contact. Not going to get it, but Clayton Moore... Great head fake to get Quinn Johnson in the air and drive baseline and get the two points himself. Athletic move there for Moore. Cuts it to a one-point lead for Loomis. Lobby at the top of the key. Gets it to Swanson. Shea going to be guarded by Kunzel. He'll cross over dribble in the lane. Tries to step through a defender. Maybe lowered his shoulder there. No contact, or no foul call, just a lot of contact. And they'll reset the offense here. Good job by the officials. Just letting the boys play there, I think. Resetting it at the top. Now here's Swanson. Swanson will dribble slowly to the right wing, guarded by Kunzel. He'll try to drive baseline now quickly. Shot up, no good. Rebound, tipped around, saved by Kunzel. Right to Clayton Moore. Moore will hand it to Walker. Walker in transition, two on two the other way. His shot's going to be blocked, and they'll say a foul as well. I believe they'll call that on Lovett. It'll be his third. And the 16th foul, so the final foul to give here for Loomis. And we'll have free throws here as it's a shooting foul, and Loomis can retake the lead here with 2.45 to go. First free throw for Walker is good. He's at nine points, so you can make it double figures with 10. And Blinko will come back in for Lobby here with 2.45 to go, and we're deadlocked at 45. Second free throw for Walker. The senior nails it, nothing but net. 
and he's at 10 points. Bloomis trailing in by one now with the possession. Dangerous pass, nearly intercepted. Clayton Moore could have tried to intercept that from Johnson, but didn't want to pick up a silly foul. As Quinn's Bloomis's best player, so he had good positioning on that one. Quinn will hand this one off to Shea. Sway will travel with it. Tried to get it to his teammate Blinkow Cutton, but a good job by Mullen getting a hand on the ball, which caused the pass to not be made, and then the extra step was made as the momentum was carrying Loomis the whole way. Mullen now with it the other way. Kunzel gets it to Walker. Walker on that left wing, needs some help. He'll get it to McIntosh. McIntosh with those four fouls. He's not pick up one here offensively. Over to Moore on that left wing. Good pass inside to the baseline. They'll kick it back out to Kunzel for three. It misses everything. McIntosh will save it. But right to Blink or Meyer, excuse me, for Loomis. Two minutes to go. Mullen 46. Loomis 45 out of bounds. They'll say off a of walker. So Loomis will keep the possession here. 153 to go in the game. Mullen leads it by one. Loomis, though, with the basketball. Christian Blinkow, the junior to inbound it here, will get it to Swanson. We'll see what kind of strategy. Both teams like to run and gun, it feels like, but now with two minutes, you might start seeing more half-court looks from both teams. Shea Swanson at the right elbow, picks up his dribble, needs some help. He's going to finally hand it off here to Meyer, and Meyer gets it right back to Shea. Shea, the butter ball handler between the two. Going to try and get a screen here. Instead, they'll reset it with Quinn Johnson. That's who you want to have the ball. Johnson will be guarded by Moore. He'll kick it over to Swanson. Swanson, they'll go foul here. Brandon Walker thought he had the ball, but they'll say, no, you got some wrist on that one. So Mullen will commit their 16th foul, their final foul to give. And again, that one's on Walker to be his second personal foul. They'll take a timeout, though, here. Will Loomis, it's a full timeout brought to you by E&T Physicians of Kearney. We're back with more after this. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. A place to listen or download podcasts of the game that our Platte River radio stations broadcast from as far back as five years are at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com. Download the free Platte River radio app so you're connected. We never forget a great game at PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. Lobby to inbound it here for Loomis. Gets it to love it, love it with a minute 19 to go. Trailing by one, Loomis wants to get a good shot because this could be their final possession. Into the lane, Swanson will kick it out to Lovett for three. Oh, no good. Looked like it had a chance to go in. McIntosh will pull down the rebound. They're not going to foul here with one minute to go. They're going to try and get a steal here, force Clayton Moore to get it across the timeline, and he will. And there's a timeout by head coach Brad Wright for Mullen. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We'll take it with them. It's 
Bowling 46, Loomis 45, with just under a minute to go here from the Heartland Hoops Classic on ESPN. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. And we're back here at the Heartland Events Center. Mullen with the timeout there. Loomis still huddled up, so the rest will say, break it up, guys. We need to get this final 54 seconds to go. And we kind of predicted there early on when both teams were within one or two points that we would come down to the final minute, and that's exactly what's happened here. Mullen with the one-point lead and the basketball. When does Loomis try to foul here? They'll steal it from Knuckle. No, they'll call a foul. Well, I am sitting with the Loomis faithful over here, and you can just hear him disgusted. It looked like Swanson had picked the pocket of Kunzel, but they'll say he got him on the wrist, and that's a huge foul, as now that's the seventh team foul also on Loomis, third on John, uh, Swanson. And so a bonus one-and-one one free throw here for Kunzel. Huge call there with 46 seconds to go. Free throws up and in for Kunzel. Still need to make the free throws as it's a two-point game now. Make here is still one possession. That one's going to roll around and fall in for Trevor. So Trevor icing his veins here. The junior for Mullen gets it to back out to three. Loomis a good three-point shooting team here, so you never know. Love it. With it at the top of the key. 36 seconds to go in a three-point deficit for the Wolves. Handing it off to Swanson. Swanson guarded by McIntosh. McIntosh has four fouls. He'll ease up defensively, so nearly get into the lane with Swanson. They wanted a three, not a two. And Quinn Johnson loses it, and it's going to be taken away by Mullen. I believe they're going to call a timeout to save the possession. Excellent job defensively by Mullen. Brendan Walker stole it from Quinn Johnson and called the timeout, and Mullen gets the possession back with 21.7 seconds to go. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And this time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need them, specializing in you. Well, huge turnover there by Mullen, or by Loomis, stolen away by Walker for Mullen. And now with 21.7 seconds to go, the Broncos lead it by three. The possession now faces Loomis. Keep that in mind in case we have a tie-up here. Clayton Moore will inbound it here with his team up three. Loomis is going to try to go for a steal, and if not, a quick foul. Moore to inbound it. They'll get it to McIntosh, and they... Foul him immediately. Lobby will pick up the foul there for Loomis. It'll be his second personal. And now the eighth team foul. So still just a one and one here for Loomis. Or for Mullen, excuse me. And McIntosh to the free throw line. Bryce with four points in this one. He did make two free throws in that second quarter. So we'll see. If he makes the front end, it'll make it a two-possession game. If he misses it, Loomis could tie it. 
He'll nail the free throw. Mullen has been nailing their free throws today, and that's big in a close game like this between two top five teams. Sometimes it's the little things, and right now it's a four-point game, a two-possession lead for Mullen. Second free throw for McIntosh. This one's front rim, no good. Quinn Johnson will pull down the rebound. Quinn with 18 seconds to go. They need a, it's a two-possession game. They need a quick bucket here. Doesn't need to be a three. Lovett will look like he is fouled on the floor, I believe. They want three shots, does Loomis, but I believe it was on the floor, and they will agree, but it is still a one-and-one as that's the seventh team foul now on Mullen. I believe they'll call that foul on... I believe it was Clayton Moore. That would be his fourth, but I don't see it on the scoreboard yet. First free throw for Lovett is good. Huge free throw there for Lovett to get it back down to one possession. You could almost miss it here and get an offensive rebound. Rolls around, no good. Ball's tipped around. McIntosh will pull it around. Gets it to Kunzel. Kunzel up to Walker, and Mullen's going to win this ball game. They're going to have an uncontested layup in an easy two points. And it's up and in, and a shot at the buzzer's not going to count. And Mullen, they survive. An interesting sequence there. You could have thought a putback. Loomis could have tied it and forced overtime. They left a man wide open underneath. And Mullen with an easy layup. Basically, the clock just ran out at that point. A 51-46 five-point victory for the Mullen Broncos over the Loomis Wolves. We'll take a break, and we'll wrap up the numbers, and we'll bring you the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. You're listening to high school basketball from the Heartland Hoops Classic exclusively on ESPN Tri-Cities and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area athletes good luck in their competition. Stop into Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad Messersmith and Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913 or stop in their Elm Creek office at 121 North Tyler Street. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. A place to listen or download podcasts of the game that our Platte River radio stations broadcast from as far back as five years are at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com. Download the free Platte River radio app so you're connected. We never forget a great game at PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. 
At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. And welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And Mullen will come out with a victory tonight, 51-46, to and they will advance to now 19-3. and They will end the season hosting Juanita Palisade, a 3-16 and Juanita Palisade team. So Mullen likely to be the top seed in their sub-district. Those will be announced next week. And Loomis will fall to 17-4. and four, But Mullen, or if you look at Loomis's four losses, all four Division I teams, including Amherst, who has two losses in C2, Burwell, who's undefeated, and Ansley Litchfield, and now Mullen, who has a Division I next to their name as well. So Loomis, I would think, will host a district final, and so will Mullen. So... At that point, you'll see likely there's a chance you could see this same matchup between Loomis and Mullen at the state tournament in Lincoln on this year, Tuesday through Saturday, the second weekend of March. The Class D2 bracket, though, would start on Wednesday, and we'll have as much basketball as we can get you over the next three weeks. But let's take a look at those numbers first for Mullen. They were led in scoring by Clayton Moore. He finished with 13, then 10 apiece. For Brendan Walker and Trevor Kunzel, 11 from Emerson and then 5 from Bryce McIntyre. So if you look at the averages on everybody, basically Moore and Walker switched, but everybody right at their average. Those four double-figure scores for Mullen and McIntosh underneath with those five points, five big points. That was the difference in the game was five points for Mullen. We'll take a quick break and come back with the Loomis numbers. You're listening to the Heartland Hoops Classic on ESPN Tri-Cities. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. Let's continue on here with the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Mullen, 51-46 winners over Loomis. For the Wolves, they were led in scoring by their main man, Quinn Johnson, 20 points. Shea Swanson with 13 points, 7 for Aiden Lovett, 3 points for Christian Blinkow, and 2 for Clay Meyer. Added all that up, 46 points. We noticed at the 256 mark when uh, McIntosh went to the bench with those four fouls for Loomis, that, uh, or with for Mullen, excuse me, Loomis was able to cut that lead and actually retake the lead or take their first lead 
of the game late in that third quarter to one point. Uh, but then when McIntosh came back in, things started to settle back. Then we had a mark here at about the 40-second mark where it looked like M- M- Loomis had forced a steal, but they called a foul instead, and then Mullen made their free throws, and that was the key in this one. Loomis had their opportunities. Mullen did as well, and Mullen made their free throws, and Loomis was just clawing up and had to force some defensive stops, and they just weren't able to do so. And so a great game in this first game, a 51 46 victory for Loomis. Mullen will for sure be ahead of them in the rankings when they come out here on Monday. We'll probably have a chance to catch up with Sue Pospisil at some point today throughout our eight broadcasts. I'll be here for the next game, and then Mike Will will take over for the next two. Chuck Friesick will help us out for the middle, or the, I guess, the, not middle two, but the middle two of the, I don't even know what you'd call it, the, the fifth and sixth games, and then Randy Bushcutter will bring you home for the, marquee games tonight and they should all be pretty good matchups here tonight as well we'll have st paul elkhorn north for you next we're going to take a break hopefully catch up with coach billiter i see the tv and newspaper people are stocking the locker room so i'm going to assume we're not going to probably get coach builder and after a loss maybe sometimes he doesn't want to talk to me as well so we'll take one final break here on the new west sports medicine orthopedic surgery postgame show when we come back we'll put the final bow on this one you're listening to the harlan hoops classic on ESPN Tri-Cities. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. 36 high schools in our coverage area region each have a page on PlatteRiverPreps.com with schedules, interviews, broadcasts, and links to feature stories. When you bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com, you'll connect with the place that is true to our schools. PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio. The Aurora Cooperative mobile app allows you to stay connected to your operation from anywhere. Download the app to see bids, live markets, view your invoices and statements, receive real-time scale tickets, sign contracts, receive work order notifications, pay your bill, and so much more, all from the palm of your hands. Customize your experience with this easy-to-use app and start connecting with Aurora Cooperative from wherever your farm is. Download the free Aurora Cooperative app from your phone's app store today. Contact Tracy Minky at 402-694-7682 for assistance. Cover together, we know your roots. Wrapping up the new Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show, Coach Builder is yet to emerge from the locker room, and so we will request an interview with him probably, hopefully, at halftime of this next game if they stick around. If not, I guarantee you we'll have some sort of Loomis basketball coverage in the postseason, so we'll catch up with Drew then. So that'll wrap it up here from the Heartland Event Center. Mullen, led in scoring by Clayton Moore and Jaden Emerson, pull this one out 51-40 to over Quinn Johnson and Chase Watson. Good effort to defeat Quinn with 20 points. Quinn, a former Platte Preps athlete of the month. Make sure you log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete of the month. One boy and one girl will be listed on the website. They'll get a free commemorative T-shirt and certificate. And the reigning winners are Boston Boucher of Wood River Girls Basketball, who will be the top seed in their sub-district, and Gavin Sheen of Wilcox Hildreth Boys Basketball, our reigning athletes of the month. We'll step aside briefly here. We'll have St. Paul and Elkhorn North here in about uh, pregame coverage, probably in about 5-10 minutes or so. So we'll step aside, kick it back to ESPN for briefly. This has been Jeff Babel Courtside. Have a good morning, everyone. 
On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.